Wicked, hello. How are we doing? We well? Uh, Wicked, cool. Fantastic. Awesome. This is a very intimate space. I feel like this is like a rally of some kind. Like, oh, yeah. we're conspiring to like blow up an archduke. This is the sort <laughs> of atmosphere. <laughs> no, we are, we are all, everyone here is now on the podcast. And therefore, any libel suit made against the podcast, you can all be sued in. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, first though, I'd like to say... Let's just, can we give a, a quick prayers up for our man? R.I.P. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> He's <laughs> gone too soon. And <laughs> every, everybody press F for Epstein. Yeah. Um, I'd like to say he died too young, but that man did everything too young. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Also, it is with great regret that I can also say the death of Jeffrey Epstein has meant the violent settling of rap's most recent beef between him and Takashi Six Nine. Love to see it. Do you think they'll include him in the like Oscars people we lost this year video? No, 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 no. What they're gonna do is include everyone who flew on his plane in the Oscars people we lost the past year. <laughs> Wait, hang on. It's like uh, it's like MH Thirty Seven, but it's Jeffrey Epstein's plane. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. All We're of the world's <laughs> most powerful people and a load of mysterious children have been lost. <laughs> um, that was the cold open because we're on a tight timeline. So it only falls to me to say, welcome to this live episode of Trash Future, the podcast about how if we do not implement fully automated luxury gay space communism, the future is and will be trash. I got the fucking slogan. <laughs> you all try saying, not now, later. In your own time, you try saying it. It's very hard. Yeah. I cannot stress this enough. I am just here to get laid. Thank you. <laughs> this is also the Olga Koch fuck a fan contest. <laughs> <laughs> Alec Fullerton could not make it. <laughs> oh, he regrets going to that show. Um, so. Alec Fullerton is on someone's private plane. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it only also falls to me to say thank you all for coming. Thank you very much for coming out. And to for our podcast listeners at home to introduce our panel today of Olga Koch. The girl that cashfished your brother. Hussein nice. Kesvani. I'm really wet. Like, it's just really wet. I'm just like trying to just dry right now. So I'm going to be a bit quiet for like five minutes. Milo Edwards. I'm less wet because I MacGyvered myself an umbrella out of a foil blanket. It's really amazing what you can do with the objects around you. <laughs> and uh, Nate Bethay on the boards. How wet are you? I'm fucking soaked. So. <laughs> okay. So note that down in your scorecards. <laughs> Trash Future wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> oh no. It's happening. Oh no. Okay. So. Um, per usual, I have found a uh, product that really, really encapsulates where I think we are as a society. Uh, and so I'm going to share it all with you. It is uh, the Revolutionary Genius X. Oh boy. So I just want to say this. Years ago, like 20 plus years ago, there was a video game, an arcade game, where you basically played as Aerosmith and had to like fight against the evil cabal that wanted to take away rock music. It was called Revolution X, and you had a machine gun that shot CDs. This, n <laughs> no one in Gen Z knows what the fuck I'm talking about right now. I just spoke a foreign language. But when you say revolution dot 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 X, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Okay. Mm. Shoot CDs. 
because the CDs were like projectiles. You could, they're like they're yeah. like, not, yeah. like ninja stars. Yeah, but they, they have rock music on them. They trigger they trigger mm. your parents like in that Twisted Sister music video. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you want to push your dad downstairs. <laughs> um, a no. very very trans positive rock band from the eighties, Twisted Sister. We love trans positivity in here, so fuck that. All right. Oh yeah, mm. we're Twisted Sisters. Uh, any other guesses? The revolutionary genius X. I'll Libertar- give you a okay. libertarian Nas, Lil Nas X. <laughs> <laughs> Old Town Road, but it's private. (laughs) (laughs) The Old Town Toll Road. (laughs) Anything? Revolutionary. Are we talking about, is it software or is it a physical thing? Uh, Oh, it's a thing you can hold. In fact, my girlfriend owns one. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Is it a very compliant boyfriend? That's never a good sentence. (laughs) No. Is it like one of his? Is is it something to do with the exercise machine, uh, bicycles that everyone everyone's into these days? Oh, like oh a, these days. Oh, that thing. Yeah, no, Peloton. Was that what yes, it's called? Yes, that's what. I it's guess called. every bicycle is an exercise bicycle, really. <laughs> okay, it's- I've got the first piece of ad copy here. The revolutionary Genius X is equipped with sensors and powered by artificial intelligence to recognize your blank style and guide you to best results every day. Oh, it's a sex toy. <laughs> Kegel, Kegel, Kegel style? I was going to say posting, <laughs> but yeah, sex sounds funny. No, I'm sorry. Like every one of these things always goes back to the same thing, which is calipers. <laughs> <laughs> it recognizes Present- your skull shape style. <laughs> <laughs> It decides whether you're a genius or not. And if you happen to have a skull shape that is happens to be like Western European, uh-huh. you happen to be you a know, genius. Like the and Brendan O'Neill skull shape where it goes way forward and yeah. then you don't get rained on. <laughs> <laughs> that is a man who's never been wet in his entire life. <laughs> Brendan O'Neill never needs to wear a baseball cap because the sun never gets in his He's eyes. He's the only guy who wears it for fashion rather than for like protection. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've got another piece of ad copy here. This beautifully advanced blank protects you and helps prevent future issues with its combination of the new revolutionary blank guard technology, not Iran, uh, three, <laughs> 360 smart ring, and pressure control. Is it an AR-15? <laughs> but specifically for the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps. Which stands for Assault Rifle Rifle 15. This kind of sounds like a cooking thing. Is it? No, it's Fuck. not. I do. These are. I mean, I don't know why I keep making you guess because it's always so banal and stupid. There's never any meaning to it. It's basically just late capitalist Mad Libs. Um, it visibly alerts you if you blank too hard and automatically slows down to protect you. <laughs> it, it's definitely a sex thing. Yeah. <laughs> Is it actually a cock ring? Oh, with a cock ring with emergency lights to I start blinking. My girlfriend owns mm. one. It's- well, that, doesn't, yeah, yeah. that doesn't stop her from owning a cock ring. Say, we know you pretty well, Riley. <laughs> it's, it's a cock Riley's ring. girlfriend owns one and it's on Riley right now. See if you can connect to it. Right. It's, e- it's either a cock ring or a USB-powered chastity cage in which if you like, get too hard, it will prevent you from doing so and then it will read quotes from George Orwell's 1984 at you. Oh. <laughs> but that will only make him harder. Yeah. <laughs> hard yeah, for logic. Shit, that's true. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, I didn't really mm. think that would Here's I'm the sorry. last one. Premium travel case charges your blank and phone simultaneously. Wow! I have ru- I have not ruled out a sex thing at all. Well, but the it girl is-, is, is it like a moon cup? <laughs> a bunch of confused looks from dudes. <laughs> you get live data on your period yeah. from your. Mm. And if, and it lets like you a know Wi-Fi enabled tampon. Well, damn girl, how many eggs do you think you've got left? Slow down a bit, for Christ's sake. So, 
I'm, I'm going to say this is now from an article in The Independent. We're getting dangerously close to revealing it here. The genius, so the previous iteration of the revolutionary genius X, um, tracks you using your phone's camera, meaning that you have to stick a special holder to your mirror and then stick your phone inside. When it's there, it can wash you brush your teeth as it moves around in your mouth. Oh, it's agents of the Russian state. <laughs> Monitoring exactly where you're brushing and where it needs extra work. It's a smart toothbrush. It's a toothbrush, yes. All what? That, all that stuff I said earlier was about the, the revolutionary guard, the 360 sensor, the pressure control thing. The thing is too fast? The AI. It's all for a toothbrush. And my girlfriend has one. But why does it, but why does it let teeth, you know please? if you're wanking too hard? How does Those it know? Those are good-ass fucking teeth. <laughs> we should be so lucky to have... Uh, to have the robots from the Matrix brush our teeth. Um, mm. So, this was obviously a problem with just the simple genius. <laughs> because, you know, to brush your teeth, you had to stick your phone on your mirror so it would record you and decide how you did and then feed it back to a social networking app. Yo, subscribe to my private snap. <laughs> <laughs> any, any teeth brushing fetishists out there? <laughs> I mean, we have to remember that it, that is still like some caliper shit right there, right? Like if it's giving you data on like teeth, like how your teeth are structured. Yes, absolutely. Mm. It all go. Look, I used to say this as a joke, but it all goes back to phrenology. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, if you brush your teeth in the Matrix, you brush them in real life. <laughs> your brain makes it real. So, this is a rather complicated process, as any normal person would conclude. Um, because just to brush your teeth, you have to put your phone on your mirror. And it might all not always work if your phone doesn't have the perfect view. The Genius X removes some of that hassle. <laughs> Um, <laughs> if only there were another kind of toothbrushing implement that didn't require this level of rigmarole. Alas, no such device has been developed. It, it just needs to be within Bluetooth distance of your phone, and, and then it will relay... Bluetooth, am I right? Okay. <laughs> and then it relays... Some walkouts already. <laughs> and then it relays that information displayed in the handset. Because, of course, you can't brush your teeth without an app now. And um, don't worry, Oral B is monitoring it. They're actually yeah. You, you thought you thought you had your one minute of private time. Jonathan Van Ness on Queer Eye always says you have to take the morning for you, but now it's for you and Oral B. I, I love the idea of them also releasing a heat map so you can see where American soldiers are brushing their teeth worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we see white hot activity in Syria right now. These guys take oral hygiene seriously. <laughs> I already used the DM feature of the app, and I've already gotten canceled. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the app, which was available to test at Mobile World Conference, in a booth that let visitors brush their teeth, all of that information is displayed on a screen. Brushers are given a score, and which factors, uh, which factors in whether they press too hard, and how long they brush their teeth for, and how effective and complete their coverage was. Because all I ever wanted was Microsoft Clippy to tell me if I was brushing my teeth correctly. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced that this is like a plot to turn everyone into a gamer. Was <laughs> it like? I just imagine coming up with this product and organizing that fucking sales technique and not killing myself. It's really hard to like just imagine. It's like, yeah, this seems like something people would want to do. Yeah, have an app about brushing your teeth. Why not come down to this convention center where we'll teach you how to brush your teeth? That seems like normal. Um, but don't forget, it also took millions and millions and millions of pounds of research investment. Yes. <laughs> so uh, here is uh, the reviews are in. Uh, I've got some some reviews. This is from Tech Radar. 
letting you know you, quote, missed a spot, thank you for the quote, uh, could change your brushing habits enough to make you smile better and makes your next dentist appointment significantly cheaper. It won't make you smile better. You own this toothbrush. Your life is hell. (laughs) Also, I can't think of another way other than an AI-enabled toothbrush with an app component and a social media component to make dental care cheaper! No, we couldn't just provide it. No, we need to do a bunch of, like, pageantry with AI. That's the only solution. Mm. Um, The next one. Uh, This toothbrush is a total game changer. 30 years on this planet, and I only just found out that I haven't been brushing properly. The revolutionary... Put it in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, hold on. If you've been doing something wrong for 30 years, you didn't notice, and it had no consequences, you weren't doing it wrong! (laughs) Okay, right, this is, right. (laughs) First of all, 30 years on this planet, and I've only just found out that I'm a fucking piss-brained moron. (laughs) Second of all, right, we should literally, we could get investment for this. It's like a fucking condom, but it's covered in toothbrushes, and it has, like, a camera on the end, and it's like, make sucking dick good for your teeth. People would invest in that. (laughs) It's happening. (laughs) Gettingyourtoothclean.com. Oh, gracious. Um, Okay, so here's a segment of a GQ review. We've used this thing for the past week or so, and it does almost exactly as it promises to you. You open its app, turn on the toothbrush, and then brush. Straightforward. Whilst you're doing so, the genius will track where your brush is and generally show you if you've missed a spot. However, brush strokes on the bottom left corner of our mouth consistently went missing. So don't worry, it's also a piece of shit. Don't worry, it also creates a mysterious Bermuda Triangle in the corner of your mouth. We use the left corner of our mouth to dispose of a body. Uh, This part of my mouth is actually, the back molar is Little St. James's molar. (laughs) The the Epstein brain is real strong in me today. Um, Not in that way. (laughs) Oh, do you know that the new leader of UKIP is called Dick Brain? Do you know, I'm living right next to a street in Edinburgh called Dick Place. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm trying to say is, we'll get gettingyourdicksuck.com released soon. We're just very lazy and incompetent. My my ex-girlfriend's mom, and this is genuinely true, kept a list of every guy she'd ever worked with in the US who went by Dick who shouldn't have done. And it (laughs) (laughs) it included such classics as uh, Dick Hurts, Dick Cuts the Third, and Dick Blackwood, Dick Hardwood, and curiously, Dick Wimpy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> They're all going to be uh, political correspondents for our upcoming news site. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that is the uh, revolutionary genius X. Uh, millions and millions of pounds of investment, an AI component, constant surveillance of the most pointless thing that you do. It doesn't actually change anything, but it's the only way we can see forward to making dental care cheaper and more accessible. I love our great society. Um, speaking we of do cheaper, live in it. Speaking of cheaper and more accessible, who wants to guess the price of this puppy? So it's in pounds. I'm going to guess it's like 150 pounds, isn't it? I'm going to go slightly. I'm going to go 200. I don't think it's much more than that. 86 pounds. 500. <laughs> I've seen those teeth. I want them. <laughs> uh, 340. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's a good toothbrush. That's a, that, that must be a really good toothbrush. <laughs> Don't you? Aren't you supposed to change it every two months? 
You change the heads. Anyway, before That's we get the bogged down, part. before we get bogged down, this is down now an infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> but what about when I have to change the head? <laughs> Don't worry, it's quick and simple. <laughs> okay, okay. So we all we all hate society now, right? Can I get a cheer if we all hate society now? Ah, <laughs> uh, but we live in one. Um, so uh, moving on from um. Our, our, favorite, our favorite product segment. I love doing the product segment. It never gets old for me. I decided I didn't want to make today all about Epstein um, because, you know what? We just have to not pay attention to him. That's what my school principal said to deal with difficult people. <laughs> you got to not give him the satisfaction because he's the watching over us. outside of your, school, of your school gates. All about Epstein, the musical. <laughs> <clears throat> so... The article I got for us today uh, is by a certain Mr. Richard Branson, and it's entitled, Happiness Doesn't Come From Stuff. He's a billionaire! <laughs> Holy shit, I'm going to love he, this. What, if he's saying, what he's saying is that if he was a millionaire, he'd, ju- he'd be just as happy. So and, yet, and yet he is not. <laughs> no, no, he's done a lot of... So, some like if only he could choose to be a millionaire if only <laughs> he, that were possible no he's he, all look, he's just engaged in some light suing of the nhs who among us hasn't gotten a, had a few too many beers and then you know sued the public health system of the country that you become a billionaire from vulturing off of mm. i truly believe branson says that stuff does not really bring happiness first of all two adverbs sloppy Family, friends, good health, and the satisfaction that comes from making a positive difference. Good health, good luck with that, you fucking plebs! (laughs) (laughs) And the satisfaction that comes from making a positive difference are what really matters. On a flight into international waters. (laughs) I feel like you could add that to every single sentence in this, and I already know it's going to work. Richard Branson has never felt the satisfaction of making a positive difference. He owned fucking Virgin Megastores, an airline, and lives on a private island and sort of dresses like a homeless guy despite being a billionaire. Like, what about that? Billionaires love dressing like homeless guys, though. They love it. I don't... Except except Bezos, who is actually wearing less and less and less because he's a thought now. (laughs) Everyone just has to stop stop sexualizing Jeff Bezos. He's He's just got, like, divorce body. Yeah, no. Well, no, I mean, people think his wealth comes from stock options, but actually he's got that many subscribers to his private snap. I mean, (laughs) I'd subscribe to that shit if I could. Jeff Bezos looks like if you skin grafted Stone Cold Steve Austin's skin onto a minion. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Jesus Christ. So, (laughs) what the fuck is in your brain? (laughs) All kinds of shit. It's like day 12 of the fringe. (laughs) Um, so, also, just uh, for a little bit of table setting before we set out, Richard Branson, goal, make a positive difference, etc. Virgin Atlantic scores in, like, the bottom 5% of airlines for carbon efficiency. He is absolutely helping cook the planet. But as a young man, uh, I, Richard Branson, not me, Riley, I always set out to stack paper. As a young man, I never set out to make money. Hmm. How? How'd you do it then? <laughs> From the very beginning, we set out to create things that we could be proud of and try to make a difference at Virgin. From founding, well, shame he failed. <laughs> from founding Student Magazine to give p- young people in the 1960s a voice on issues such as v- the Vietnam War, to creating Virgin Galactic to explore space, which crucially had never been done before. Mm. Um, we have always tried to do things a little bit differently and challenge convention. 
He makes it sound like he solved the Vietnam War by going to space. <laughs> <laughs> guys, Gulf of Tonkin, don't worry. I got it. It's, it's up there. <laughs> look, guys, from up here, you all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> Billionaire magazine. So, also, with regard to Virgin Galactic, by the way, this is a little... I like to inject a little serious into it. Virgin Galactic refers to the size of their brains. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like to inject a little seriousness into it because Branson has said that uh, space flight uses way less carbon uh, for flight than a transatlantic flight. Remember, positive difference, change the world for good, etc. Um, and it's true. It does use less carbon than a transatlantic flight. However, his vanity project kicks several tons of soot into the atmosphere every time it launches, which is orders of magnitude worse than carbon. Thanks, Richard. You've really made a positive difference to the world. Um, ahem. So, because the public like what Virgin have created, our various companies, by and large, became successful. And as they prospered, we reinvested to create new ventures. And here's where we learn about why he actually made all those billions and sued the NHS and stuff. To set up our nonprofit foundation, Virgin Unite. Thank you. He absolutely Wait, isn't Virgins Unite just 4chan? <laughs> uh, that's eight. We all tug at our collars in this room. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we've had sex. Not like those guys. Um, <laughs> that's actually eight chan now. Four uh, chan is all grandparents who share Q shit with one another, um, mm. and articles from from like. The, the QAnon onion called the Babylon Bee. It's a real site. It's my favorite one. Um, I don't know. It was funnier without the explanation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Virgin Unite to, uh, and again, this is, this is what he used all the billions for, to help create and build entrepreneurial solutions to make a positive difference in the world. Thank you, Richard. Very, it's been very kind of you. I mean, sounds like a project I did at school. He, like, he's destroying the environment, yes. He's a bad man, yes. He's wasting money on completely pointless things, yes. But I think the biggest sin is obviously the toilets in the virgin trains. Do you, with the cutesy fucking things on the mirrors that say, you look amazing. That's the fucking worst. Oh, yeah, I don't buy that for a second. Can I get a whoop? <laughs> I mean, I was also going to say something about the haircut, but I mean. What? Well, his haircut is a thing of majesty, but in a bad way. It's like the kind of thing that like an arch villain would have. We call it, we call it the great British nonsense haircut. Now, I realize I might have to put a disclaimer in front of that, but can you, I mean, look at that haircut. What, what does it make you think of? It doesn't make you think of good things. No one yeah. with good intentions has A, that much money, and B, that haircut. I think it's generous to call it a haircut, right? Yeah. There's no mm. way someone's doing that intentionally. No, it's, a, it's more of a scenario. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's very much... That's it's like one of those hair salons if you're worried that getting your haircut is gay. Hair scenario. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sir, we have a uh, tactically... Get your haircut by a dude with a machete. <laughs> We have, uh, we have tactically ascertained the length of uh, certain follicular scenarios, and we'll be, uh, we'll be uh, interdicting them at, at, at 0800. We Come in as a dude. Leave looking like Rod Stewart. <laughs> no mirrors. <laughs> no mirrors. No net. Just a sticker that says you look amazing, dude. <laughs> oh, my. Um, we love businesses. Anyway, so um, one of the main things that Virgin Unite does is actually give a platform to Richard Branson's idiot children to do their philanthropic work. So if you want to know why um, 
you know, why? Well, he's one of the richest people in the history of Earth and also sued the NHS. I cannot remind you of that enough. Um, it's because skateboards for Northern Ireland. <laughs> you're not far wrong. Oh, no. My reality bending powers have once again come back to haunt me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's about that significant. <laughs> Um, anyway, it's good that these people have been able to live their like. That's the problem with billionaires' kids. They're all a bunch of like double-digit IQ morons who just get to self-actualize with infinite resources. They're all just climbing to the top of Maslow's hierarchy of needs with no thought given to whether or not they should. <laughs> so, do we want to know what Holly and Sam Branson did with all the money? Novelty yes. velour tracksuits. Monogrammed dog bags. They're like uh, they're like Jedwood. They always go around in matching outfits. Yeah. That would have been. Where are the Branson twins? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better than what they did. What they did was realize that real satisfaction comes from using their fortunate position they find themselves in to try to make a real difference to other people's lives. Sam is inspired. Um, uh, by his production company, Sundog Pictures, which aims to bring new audiences to important subjects using the medium of film to inspire change and engage more in the world they live in. Wow, okay. I... Wait, what is a Sundog? Um, it's the opposite of a water bear. Is that Sun S-U-N or Sun S-O-N? Uh, oh, S-U-N. Uh, it's a dog from the sun. Uh, so, you know, the Russian <laughs> space program sent yeah. uh, two dogs into space. The Polish <laughs> space program sent two dogs to the sun that's at what, night. That's what, Virgin Galact- <laughs> that's what Virgin Galactic's project is, right? Yeah. It is, it is basically, the, it's the, what if the Polish space what? program had infinite resources? Here in Polish space program, we want to find out if dog can get a tan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, his two feckless children have started- You didn't come here to hear anything smart, did you? <laughs> so, Branson's two feckless children have started uh, artistic uh, and philanthropic vanity projects. We'll get to the philanthropic one later. Because it's like a Russian nesting doll of philanthropy. It's they just keep doing philanthropy to inspire other rich people to do philanthropy, but they just inspire other rich people to do philanthropy. When does anyone get help? It's not clear. <laughs> Um, so, but just imagine meeting any, the names of these companies are insane. Imagine meeting a person at a party and be like, where do you work? Virgin. What do you work? Sundog. What? <laughs> and then, um, oh, this is my son, a dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, so because I never like to leave any of these shows research light because I don't have anything else better to do with my time. I've actually looked into Sundog pictures. I've looked at the movies they've made, and I'm here to share with you a promotional note from one of Sam Branson's films. In fact, the, what he considers to be the most important film he's ever made. Before you read it out, I've got two questions. How many girls? How many cups? <laughs> <sighs> okay. It, what, uh, the, first thing, the, first, the first three words in the next paragraph I'm about to say are the title of the film. Sorry, four words if you count the symbol. Hashtag death penalty fail. <laughs> oh no, he's a YouTuber, isn't he? He's a YouTuber who like, wow. you know, pranks people by 
convincing them that he's going to like murder them. <laughs> no, he's um, damn. I miss Ebaum's world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's it's fine. He's used his like position as one of the richest people in the history of the species. Um, to make like electric chair fail compilations oh, no, no. for YouTube. I know, who he is. I know who he is. He's um he's a Serbian Bam Margeric. Oh no. <laughs> ah, Bamko Margeric. <laughs> Slobber Bam Margerovic. <laughs> Are we gonna do the bit? <laughs> uh, no, I, that's why I said I want you to do, do the bit. <laughs> This lanyard to this artillery uh, my piece. My name's Bamko Marjaric, and this is Electric Chair. Uh, <laughs> man's gonna pull this string. He doesn't know he's totally gonna shell Sarajevo. Uh, oh man, ba- Bamko Marjaric is a joke for us. <laughs> um, so hashtag, hashtag death penalty fail, which shone a light on America's broken system of capital punishment. Damn! He's- thanks for that. No one's done that before. <laughs> There's not whole dedicated organizations of lawyers trying to stop that shit. No, we needed Sundog. We needed Sam Branson, his billions of dollars, his inability to fail, and Sundog Pictures to make a movie that would be released in one festival to shed light on this famous, well-known issue. There is not a it's single- It's not an issue, it's a fail, okay? <laughs> yeah. There is not a single animal that fares worse in the sun than dogs. They can't sweat. They're covered in hair. They hate the sun. Um, so, using various storytelling methods, again, for the death penalty, including an animated comedy, a testimony-driven documentary, and a reconstruction of what happens in a real execution room. I know, right? Ooh. It's good. This is basically Rich Kid Fear Factor for the death penalty. <laughs> We started a global conversation about this otherwise taboo issue. Oh, yeah, issue. because, like, there's never been a fucking conversation about the death penalty. I just, like, was thinking to myself right now that, like, is this, like, the only way that guys like him, a.k.a. white man, um, understand, like, well, the canceled. consequences Damn. of, like, killing people? It's like, oh, it re- you know, I was okay with, like, black, you know, black men, like, getting executed for crimes they didn't commit. But now that I've seen this, like, fucking cartoon of, like, some guy who looks like Shinji from McVeigh Evangelion, like, being... <laughs> It's the only cartoon character I know. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe they executed the Roadrunner. <laughs> the, the coyote, now I'm but, against it. But, my, but, 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 my, now, but now I know that death is bad. In my poignant film where the coyote finally gets the Roadrunner, we will understand <laughs> that the death penalty is not so easy. It's a fail, if anything. Well, then he gets hit by the anvil, and that's the fail. And here's earlier we said that um, he's just a YouTuber. A lethal injection, our reconstruction, garnered over 10 million views on YouTube alone. Oh, face Sam. Face. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Branson and Face Clan when? Uh. Anyway, so that's, that's what he's doing. So if you want to know what he's doing with the w- collective wealth of society and, um, you know, cook, slowly cooking our planet and plundering our, our, our resources, he's ineffectually raising awareness. <laughs> around an issue that is already a people have a lot of awareness of already and b is already just being legislated back into existence in the u.s everywhere anyway we have pretty patel how much more awareness could we possibly raise yeah actually there's a very important conversation happening around the death penalty which is pretty patel trying to pretend that she thought the death penalty was fine back in 2011 but that's ages ago <laughs> Remember she's when like everyone loved the death penalty back in 2011 she's just gone through like personal growth and development and inspiration 
Um, she's done a lot of yoga. She's yeah, and she's like done a lot of Instagram Her and her posts. Benjamin, they've done I a lot of she, yoga. I think she watched an animated comedy called One Hashtag guy Death here. Penalty Family. <laughs> Benjamin Netanyahu reference. <laughs> <laughs> this man, this guy right here. <laughs> That's why we do this show. <laughs> um, um, so that is Sundog Productions. So here is a selection from his peek behind the curtain. Here is a selection from his daughter's moronic charity. Um. From the report called Rethinking Education. This isn't actually by her, but it's by the charity that she leads. And it's by, I don't know, some fancy man. And it's going to take... It, it's t- it took a lot for me to type this onto my computer. I ha- my fingers had to make the words. And I felt like I died a little bit having done it. Riley's now on a list. <laughs> Um, don't, don't ask where I was earlier today. I was not in the Manhattan Correctional Facility visiting a certain prisoner. <laughs> I have an airtight alibi. Riley and Scrooge McDuck have been friends for years. <laughs> There's nothing untoward about it. Look, Scrooge McDuck only flew on that plane to go to a scientific conference. <laughs> um, he didn't know there were kids in that pile of money. <laughs> He never wore pants. It didn't matter if there were kids there or not. Um, okay, so here's, here's from the report. Also, why is his name McDuck? That's like you being called Riley McHuman. <laughs> because that's how, 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 what the name had to be changed well, to when they went on the Mayflower. They also yeah. live in the town of Duckburg. I mean, imagine Riley living in Rileyville. And he's like, oh, there's Riley doing Riley things. Yeah, that's mm. I basically... I've been told I live there, um, <laughs> mentally. Um, so, um, number one, uh, if the new Patreon goal, $20,000 a month, I'm changing my name to McHuman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh Number two, let's hear from this moronic report, shall we? Because I know I built it up a lot, but trust me, it's worth it. Education, it goes, is our greatest lever for human, social, and economic change. At a time when our society faces poor social mobility, I wonder why! Mm. Unacceptable gaps in attainment, refer to previous uh, shout, um, rising mental health issues, like, for example, our friend Jeffrey, who self-harmed, uh, <laughs> Damn, if only you'd have just had someone to talk to. <laughs> you know? No, Too you know many what? men, they bottle it up. <laughs> uh, they keep he, it to themselves in their planes on their divans. <laughs> it's almost like no, those conversations never took place over international no, waters. No, no man is an island, even if you have an island. Yeah, I love it when a nonsense joke gets an applause break. <laughs> uh, Could also be applied to Richard Branson. It's very Jeffrey okay, no, Epstein logic, because now I we're all in it together. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Everyone here is equally liable for libel. <laughs> You're all on the podcast, too. Um, at a time when our society, etc., etc., uh, and a lack of the skills needed for 21st century careers. I don't know, like, what oh, That's poster? something that Richard Branson's children can't relate to. <laughs> We must question whether the education systems we've created are meeting our needs and if they fit our purpose. So, you know, Is this going to be like everyone should learn to code? Is that where this is going? I was going to say, it's sort of like um, lear- it's, it, you start to think it is learn to code the charity report. I actually read the whole thing and it, 
it doesn't even make enough sense to read out to you here. I'm instead choosing to focus on this beautiful, beautiful paragraph. Don't, don't both both causes sound like Zoolander? <laughs> Where they're like, what? There's inequality? We got to do something about it. <laughs> they say it takes a whole village to raise a child. And we wholeheartedly agree. But it also takes a whole child to raise a village. <laughs> okay. 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 Wait, okay. hang on. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is Joseph Coney, the charity report. With just one child, we can burn down an entire village. With one highly trained special forces child. <laughs> Sorry, please continue. I'm just laughing gonna... because you, you made the comparison to Zoolander, but this is legitimately Mystery Men. This is the Sphinx from Mystery Men. This is, in order to conquer your fear, you must not let your fear conquer you. It's just mysterious, saying the same shit back over again. And then, mm. like, I tried to comprehend what was in the report itself, but couldn't. It just said things like, um, governance and responsibility need to be networked throughout and within communities. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why do you say the village thing? Also, very importantly, who has ever had anything less than a whole child? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, King Solomon, King Solomon. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is this is all, this is just an updated version of King Solomon, where it's like you can't cut the baby in half; it has to learn to code first. <laughs> it takes a whole child to raise a village. Everybody, we have to stop mincing them into sausage. We must make sure every child gets all they need to thrive so the next generation can lead the way in navigating a fast-changing world. That, of course, are and are more specifically my dad's generation quickly changed for the worse. I think we they have what? Like all of the, the children who are the future have like what, ten years? <laughs> Damn, they've got to do a speed run. <laughs> Anyway, it's a good thing that Richard Branson has dynastic wealth from filling the skies with carbon and that he protected his dynastic wealth by, like, you know, suing the NHS and stuff. Otherwise, no, to be fair, he also sold a lot of Venga Boys cassette tapes, <laughs> to be fair to the man. Otherwise, you know, his children wouldn't get to, you know, play with cameras and charity commissions and stuff. It's important that they self-actualize. It's worth it. So you need a time machine to go back and tell everyone who's buying the Spice Girls' first album. It's like every disc you buy creates a YouTuber. And, and if you buy too many of the same disc, it's one big YouTuber. <laughs> B BDS, but it's for Richard Branson. <laughs> BTS, not BDS. Yes. There is a difference. Yes. So um, this, is, this is back to, back to Richard's article. I, I want to take a detour into his moronic children's wastes of time. Fortunately, early on in my life, I realized that personal stuff really didn't matter. Joan and I lived on a houseboat, and one day it sank. Damn. <laughs> Damn. It really do be like that sometimes. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Damn. Home among us. <laughs> we real And we realized we missed nothing except our treasured photo albums. With all those pictures from those plane journeys. <laughs> Later, our then home in London caught fire, destroying everything inside. 
Okay. This a- man is allowed to run an airline. <laughs> They're committing a lot of insurance fraud, is what I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All, all I'm or saying is that these are a lot of opportunities for evidence to be lost. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's amazing. Every house I've ever lived in has been destroyed with photo albums inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. It's like that gag in Family Guy where the bar burns down, and then they're like, "Isn't it really suspicious that they took out the insurance on the bar the day before it burned down?" And then the insurance agent goes, "No, it happens much more often than you think." <laughs> <laughs> in 2011, our home in the British Virgin Islands was complete- Can we talk about how we just got a huge laugh for a family guy joke? <laughs> that was not okay. No. Milo, take it back. Yeah, take back the laugh. Milo, you know better than that. It's a good joke. Yeah, I credited it appropriately. Um, and in 2011, our home in the Bur- British Virgin Islands was completely gutted as a result of a lightning strike. So can we get a cheer for Comrade Lightning Strike? <laughs> Comrade Lightning Strike. Um, it was called the British Islands before they moved in there. <laughs> um, right Not because of the company either. Very near to Little St. James's. Um, times like this really remind you what's truly important in life. Family, friends, good health, and the satisfaction that comes from making a positive difference are what really matters. So that thing you said before, he copied and pasted it down to here. Well, he's like Homer. <laughs> wow. Ring composition. Love to see it. As yeah. a classicist, I just appreciate that. It's, yeah. it's good. There's a little... There's no, Richard Is Br- there a catalog of ships? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, one guy for that one. <laughs> Where does Ajax, son of Oilius, come in? <laughs> we want the value created by the Virgin Group to be used to invest in new collaborative approaches to addressing issues. You know, that sentence that means a thing. Where businesses, governments, and not-for-profits join forces to create a healthy, equitable, and peaceful world for future generations to enjoy. Nowadays, By suing the NHS? That's a big part of it. It's a part of a much bigger puzzle. Oh, it's like 14th dimensional chess. Like, suing the NHS is bad, but what you don't realize is like a chaos theory thing where actually suing the NHS is good. It makes the NHS leaner, like a health missile. (laughs) He's he's just trying to make the NHS better by burning away the parts that don't matter. It's like if you went back in time and killed baby Hitler, people would be like, why the fuck did you just murder that baby? But in German, obviously. Maybe he he sued the bit of the NHS that would have given birth to baby future Hitler. Imagine okay, that if like just appeared now. out of thin air, fucking shot a baby in the face, and then disappeared again. Everyone would be like, what the fuck just happened? I'm pretty sure like, there is actually a movie in which that is like, a plot line. It's so, not Looper, is it? It's something else. Anyway. So, nowadays, I spend most of it... See, in the studio uh, episodes, we edit. <laughs> <laughs> nowadays... This I, is basically just group therapy for us. It's like, no, <laughs> does anyone remember the film where the thing happens? <laughs> I Am I mad? Pretty... Am I imagining my life? Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pay like, what, 10 or 11 pounds to come here? Like, five people just try to remember movies and misquote Family Guy? I love it. Uh, I correctly is, quoted this Family is, Guy. This is, <laughs> I look, this forward is what... to, look forward to Fringe next year, which is Milo yelling, I'm Pickle Rick for an hour. <laughs> this is what being on the left is now. Mm. Um Anyways, it's a very rational show. Nowadays, I spend most of my time working with Virgin Unite and our many brilliant partners to help tackle some of the major issues facing the world today, including conflict resolution. Virgin Unite, Unite the Union for Incels. Human human rights concerns, tackling the climate crisis, and conserving the ocean. Wait, is the ocean running out? (laughs) <laughs> no, we no, we keep putting o- putting o- over too many waters to the use of international. Um, Damn. But also solving conflicts—that's the vaguest thing I've ever heard. What? Yeah, he's Look, well, my two children were arguing problems. over who got the more charity money, and I solved it. <laughs> this approach, both more. 
This is approach to business where people and planet are prioritized is further accelerated through our work with the B team. So he's got a B team working on this, everybody. And this was too good what for me. What is his A team doing? Oh, wait, suing the NHS. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> I remember. And, and this was genuinely too good for, I'm assuming this Guinness is mine or probably it's mine now. Sorry if this was someone else's Guinness. That was for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> This is too good to follow, not to follow up with, because here's the B team. The B team is a group of business leaders calling for an end to business as usual. <laughs> they share the belief that plan A, where companies are driven by profit alone, is no longer acceptable. And their mission is to catalyze a movement of business leaders driving better ways of doing business for the well-being of our people and our planet. Their plan does not include stopping suing the NHS, though. They That's still the part of the plan. A lot. Yeah, they did say the word business a lot. He's a brilliant writer. That's why he's so rich. He's good at everything. Um, so, um, we are, I believe, running relatively short on time. Uh, we have to stop? Okay, so I'm going to say that we have, like, one more minute that I'm going to read out uh, the B team's uh, greatest achievements. Uh, here's the number one. Um, the collaboration of 19 business leaders working towards a better way of doing business for the well-being of the planet. They got a dinner party together. That's what they've achieved. Congratulations to Richard Branson, the B team, and thank you very much Wait, for coming to Trash Future this evening. 19 brave Saudi business leaders. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very and much for coming like. to Trash Future. This has been the Edinburgh thank Fringe. You. Thank you. Yeah. Please. Please come to my show. It's on every day at 2 o'clock. Also, Olga's show, which is on every day at 4.30. We are Googleable. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. Oh,